When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, uh, we have something pretty special coming up here. Uh, in a few weeks, it's going to be our 100th episode. And uh, right after that, we thought we would do a fun little theme month. So we're going to do three movies that are all kind of part of the same theme. But we need you guys to pop over to our Facebook group, the Recapping Gown Fan Club, and let us know which movies we should be doing. So you can choose from Disney Channel original movies, uh, movies set at summer camp, movies that are set in uh, middle school and elementary school, or Lifetime original movies uh, starring teens and you know college students. So if you guys could uh, do us a quick favor, pop on over to the Facebook group and let us know what you think we should be covering next. We should have a pretty fun month coming up uh, following our 100th episode. All right, enjoy. That's it. No more soccer. But I'm really good. What did I do wrong in my past life? Jess had a talent that was something special. That was brilliant. Really good. Yeah, almost as good as a man. <laughs> and a family that was something else. Mrs. Bamra, you must be very proud of your daughter. Not at all. And you three shouldn't encourage her. Girls aren't supposed to play soccer. My mom's never wanted me to play. You just can't take no for an answer. Oops. Oh, will you both pack it in? I'm not going to give it up. All I'm saying is there is a reason why Sporty Spice is the only one of them without a boyfriend. This spring... I don't want you running around half naked in front of men. We've been invited to play in Germany this Saturday. It's going to be an American scout there. I can't. What are you going to have to give up next? It's about knowing what's right. She's got tremendous potential. I think we know better our daughter's potential. Following your heart. He likes you. Thanks, so. You're quite pretty, you know. You do something with your hair and put a bit of makeup on. You look all right. And finding the strength. Why are they so frightened to let you play? This is taking me away from everything they know. Who's like you live in Jess? To bend the rules. Fox Searchlight Pictures presents the international smash hit everyone's cheering for. Bend it like Beckham. This is where you spoil her. No, this is how it started with your niece running off to become a model wearing small, small skirts. Mom, she's a fashion designer. She's divorced, that's what she is. 
Jesus, the Germany trip of it all. to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. Representing the class of 03, I am your co-host Crooks. Joining me this week and every week, he sings like an angel and brings like a fish, the class of 04's own Big Hearn, David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave? Not much, man. Uh, recording this on a little, on a slightly different night than we usually do. I'm it's all a fucked certain up. night. Uh, I get a little thirsty on this particular night, uh-huh. um, drinking the dark stuff. Um, <laughs> Give me that black beer. I have a whole bucket of Guinness. We'll see how far we get. Uh, if you hear a couple cracks in there every so often, uh, it's because I'm enjoying myself. This yeah, dude, is, I, don't, I don't want to alarm you. There's a what? branch floating in your beer. Oh, is it? It's a black beer I've ever seen in my life. Oh, wow. Little, uh, and a little birdie, too. Yeah, there you go. There's <laughs> roots yep. in that. Good hey, it's, it, it's cold. It's, it's not that room temperature stuff you always well, hear about. But well, it's, it, it's, it, it's, it's, it's fitting for this episode. I'll say that. Uh, flying solo in the Lone Star State, this podcast chief anglophile and trivia correspondent from the class of 01, Dana Griffin. What up, Dana? Not much. Now I wish I had, like, I had, had gotten a drink. I had, like, a beer at work. That got a, I, I got a gigantic mug in front of me here. Look at that. Big as hell. That's my face. That would have been beer. Probably That's some hearty-looking like beer there, man. Yeah. Ooh. It's Blue Moon. Don't be, don't be fooled by Uh-oh. it. Oh. Okay. It looks very cloudy. I yeah, thought well, it was. It is, it is that, but it's not. How it's many not blue moons is in that mug? Three. Okay. With some like, room on top for space. <laughs> some like room three cans? Yeah, three, three 12 ounce oh, okay. cans. It's not that much blue moon. With, with some white bread on the side for dipping. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's a deep cut Simpsons yeah, reference. Yeah, everyone it is, enjoy a, yourself. It is a, a deep Flanders. Um, Dana, if you could tell us what we are talking about, where we can find it, and what it's about. This week, we are talking about Bend It Like Beckham. And I'm not sure if it's from 2003 or 2002. I think, I think it's 02. <laughs> it I think both. it's Yeah, so unclear. But, it might have been like a know. split release, 02 in the UK, 03 here, maybe like a December, January thing. I don't know. Yeah. I think it might have gotten like, it, do, it did well, so they did like a wider release. Probably. Um, so anyway, early aughts. Mm-hmm. Um, it is available on HBO Max because now I prioritize... <laughs> movies I don't have to pay extra for. So there you go. I get that. Um, the synopsis via Rotten Tomatoes, which this is the first time I'm reading it, you know, fully. So here we go. Let's see how this goes. Uh, Jess Bamra, the daughter of strict of the daughter of a strict Uh-oh. Indian couple, <laughs> is not permitted to play organized soccer, even though she is 18. When Jess is playing for fun one day. Her impressive skills are seen by Jules Paxton, who then convinces Jess to play for her semi-pro team. Jess uses elaborate excuses to hinder or to hide her matches from her family while also dealing with her romantic feelings for her coach, Joe. There's some other stuff that happens that they don't talk yeah. about. But... And also, she only uses one elaborate excuse. The other ones are like, yeah. I have a job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just one elaborate excuse. I have a job. I need to buy shoes. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, stuff yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. Nothing really too elaborate. Yeah. Not that complicated. No. Uh, Dave, if you could give us a rundown of who's in this movie. Absolutely. A couple folks. Uh, Par- Parminder Nagra plays Jasminder Jess Kaurabamra. 
Uh, Keir Knightley uh, plays Juliet Jules Paxton. Archie Punjabi plays Pinky. That I think that's Jess's sister, right? Yeah. Pinky? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Jonathan Reese Myers. I think he played Henry the Eighth on uh, the, the Tudors. Yep. Uh, plays the coach Joe. Um, Henry the Eighth, I am. I am. Sorry. <laughs> he's Henry the Eighth. You know, he's always gigantic. Henry the Eighth. That's why it never made any sense. I'm like, he looks weird. really weird, and on those tapestries, really big. But yeah, they, they, they played him really svelte on the yeah. show. Uh, Chesney Lewis plays Marlena Mel Goins. Uh, Anupam Kerr plays Mohan Singh Bamra. He's apparently a big time uh, Bollywood actor. But, that checks uh, out. Uh, but uh, Shaheen Khan plays uh, Mrs. Suki Kaurbamra. Uh, Frank Harper plays Alan Paxton. Juliet Stevenson plays Paula Paxton. Interesting character, that Paula She's Paxton. Um, yeah. uh, uh, Amit Chana plays Tony. Kovinder Gear plays T2. Um, no, pretty small characters beyond that, but I think we got the big ones. I really yeah. miss Big Sis tonight. That would have been yeah, that would have just falling down a flight of stairs. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Wait, I'm did, glad I did. Did I do? Did I do good with the? I think with you the did pronunciations. Fine. I think okay. really the, well. the confidence yeah. helped, but Big and Sis I, would have been question and marks. I've been and drinking. This is working. This is working great. That's been, that's good. Uh, let's go around <laughs> the horn here and give some memories of the first time we saw this. Dana, what do you got? I saw this in high school, but not possible because I graduated high school in 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I, I really feel like I saw it. I had like a vivid memory, which may be false, of seeing this in like an indie theater that was like in Red Bank, New Jersey, because there's only places that had like indie theaters in my area. And I feel like I really saw it there with like like a cousin and her mom or something, because like. We both grew up playing soccer, but like when I found out, I think it had premiered stateside in like 2003. I was like, I don't think any of that happened, but that's what okay. I'm telling myself. Listen, yeah. man, uh, Mandela effect is wild, huh? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dave, how about you? I saw nonstop advertising for this movie when we were in high school. Yeah. Um, because I hadn't played soccer since I was like eight. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> um, so it, so it, it 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 got past me. I think when uh, Parminder not not Nagra got on to ER, I, I looked back. I'm like, you should watch it. She's good on the show, and still didn't happen. So yesterday, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. I never saw it before today. I was aware of it. I heard it was good, but I think looking back in 2003, I was not in the business of seeing good movies. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I heard it's good. Oh, fuck that. Yeah, fuck trash. That. Exactly. Um, Dana, having seen it maybe for the first time or second, did it make the grade or should it have held us back? I've definitely seen the whole movie before. <laughs> it's the experience okay. that I think I invented. Mm. Um, but I've definitely seen it before. Mm. Uh, I think there's like a good, it's, it's longer than I expected. It's like an hour yep. 45. It goes on and on. So, <laughs> we know, yes. It's like that Pete Davidson skit from snl short short ass movie yes Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. i need those in my life yes um so i think if we could have like taken out some of the unnecessary bits which we'll get to i think we could have had a tighter more interesting film so i definitely think it definitely passes it makes the grade um i'm gonna give it a b minus and it would only take a little bit to get up to an a okay okay dave 
Um, you know what? I didn't hate it. Um, the last half hour, I'm like, there. We we, we could we could have definitely tightened this up a bit. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, thought there was some good acting done. It's very interesting the cultural differences. Um. Uh, but overall, yeah. Uh, if it could have been a little shorter, I would have preferred it. But I mean, it it was a movie, and it wasn't it wasn't terrible, so it made the grade. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we're kind of all on the same page. It made the grade for me. I uh, didn't love yeah. it. Um, there are some story elements I didn't think were necessary, which, as Dana pointed out, made the whole thing feel about 20 minutes longer than it needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But there were some good performances in it. It kind of felt like a fun little slice of life movie from two perspectives you don't really see often in movies. You know, you don't see a whole lot of um, like Southeast Asian or South Asian representation. And female sports movies are very few and far between if they're not cheerleading based. So yeah, man, yeah. This, this was this was good on both of those uh, both those accounts here. Um, before we jump into the recap and segments, do we have any fun facts? I have one. Out of one. Oh, Dave got Hard one. Hard to right. come by. Yeah, exactly. Dave. Well, oh, two. One. Uh, this was wild. I had to double check, and I'm like, no, f- why this one? This was the first Western film ever shown on North Korean state TV. What? Yeah. Uh. I have a lot of questions about that. That's very odd. Doesn't this would have been Kim Jong Il still? Didn't he have like a serious? Was it Clint Eastwood or maybe John Wayne? I think he had like a like a Western tough guy fetish. I thought he would have mm. put one of those movies on first, but but he didn't want to show those movies to the people. He had a collection of films true. that His only he could watch. Wild. Yeah, this was it was apparently to mark the tenth anniversary of the uh, North Korea's relations with the United Kingdom. Apparently they'd figured out a way to acknowledge each other and and it was an edited version obviously i don't know what well, they sure. took out um, all of it <laughs> december 26 2010 boxing day they showed oh, ben and like beckham to the boxing people day of north korea jesus okay. okay i mean i guess i would have thought like robin hood it made more sense because you know socialism and whatnot but yeah fuck yeah. the rich people that's that seems to be good for which Robin Hood though? Like Kevin Costner? No. Like no, the the the, the animated Disney one. That's not a with, British with the film. Down. They don't know. <laughs> I mean, they have accents. Yeah. It's, it's not in a British film. It's an American film. Got that great Prince John with a fun laugh. Let's do yeah. a four weddings and a funeral. That would have been a. Pick a James Bond movie. <laughs> Those are British. I think the first flight I ever took in my life. Maybe this. Maybe the second. Four weddings and a funeral was playing. Wow. I'm like, and when you're my age, I was very young. I'm like, this is this is, this is terrible. This is the worst thing you could possibly see. Hugh, Hugh Grant's not charming or funny. It, it was like six or seven, whatever yeah, age I was. Kid is irritating as hell. Yeah. Um. And uh, nah, I think I'll leave that that, that <laughs> other one. It, 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 it was about the scar. That's oh, a real scar. That's a real scar. It was the a real scar. Wow. True too. I think. Yeah. Oh god. The story's okay. true. Yikes. I was hoping that was a good prosthetic. Um, yeah, that's um also, you know, I don't know if it's a fun fact, but it is a fact. The girls did or the women uh did the, all their own soccer play. I thought so. Mm. I thought they might have. That's that's pretty mm-hmm. impressive then. Um well let's jump into the recap and the segments here. Dana, where do you want to get us started? Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg 
but their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank and they will have to set the world at ease. You're gonna get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you gotta do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. Well, that's a perfect segue into mm-hmm. my thought so you know we, we know we know i ask a lot of questions when i, when I read the discussion <laughs> um mainly so i can answer them but sometimes i legitimately do have questions um <laughs> did you guys think the soccer was good and yes we're gonna call it soccer we're not calling it football we're calling or it footy or whatever no. it's soccer they have they have soccer a store called notes. soccer source in this movie so we can we can call it soccer it's okay soccer source. Um, did, what do we think of the soccer i'm gonna say some of the soccer was good uh, yeah. The handful of shots where you see them actually like bend the ball are good. Um, they don't use camera tricks. It's like, a, like mm-hmm. an actual shot of them making the ball move like that. That's impressive for an actress to be able to pull that off. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a scene where Jess is playing against the guys in the park and she's making that one jackass. Do I call them like knuckleheads one, two, three, and four or whatever? Yeah. yeah. She's making one of them look really silly with her ball skills. That's like good. She's really over here working hard. Unfortunately, the rest of the actual game footage is like zoomed way in on the ball or like way in on them from the waist up. So you don't really get a feel for what's happening. And what makes high level soccer like exciting and fun to watch is seeing a possession develop from like the keeper through the defenders, midfield and strikers for like a shot on goal. We don't see that's why they that's why it's the god uh, super zoomed out yeah it's super zoomed out like, you need to see everything so yeah. you get and, I, and and it builds up the anticipation yeah. when it's yeah. just focused on a foot and a ball and then you like go to the face yeah, we didn't ball. get any like, ahead doesn't doesn't <laughs> the do full it. 22 doesn't no, do never. it yeah um also did you think the goals were smaller they looked real small they looked small right. and shallow <laughs> I was yeah. like, what are we playing? Futsal? Like, I don't. Yeah. It looked really little. I thought it was yeah. like that. Uh, if you ever played the newer versions of FIFA, they have this street football, like Volta football, that have these yeah. tiny little. It, it, it's these itty bitty goals. And it's supposed to be like in, in a in a, a favela in Brazil. Yeah, and I'm like, that's why they have the tiny goals. They have, they don't have a lot of space and so on. But these were that small and that shallow of goals. It didn't make they looked real a lot of sense to me. Yeah. It's supposed I, to be semi pro, like almost professional <laughs> soccer. I mean, come yeah. on. I was confused. I, I've carried soccer goals. They're fucking huge. They, they so are huge like, and they're heavy. Yep. Like, what is this? It's tilting. It's tilting. Ah! <laughs> just, like, just let it go. We'll pick it back. And, like, and then when you put it up, like one person's always left just like hanging yeah. from the middle because it's just there's too many people. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that was like my favorite part. The annoying person just like hung on <laughs> as everybody else put it down. Um, Yes, the soccer wasn't great. It was, yeah. It had moments overall not great. Yeah, and I feel like some of the action and the cuts, there was like, whoosh, whoosh. I swear to God, yeah. you just like, I don't know if that sound effect actually happened in the movie, but I heard it. It was like, whoosh, whoosh. it felt like it was happening. <laughs> what is this? Um, yeah, so that was a bit to take. Uh, one more thing about the soccer. Um, did you guys understand how the leagues? what was going on with the club or what or any of that I can't explain. Like, <laughs> it was a weird weird explanation on, on how that particular team came to be but it, tell me tell okay me. i i can i can break this down in a way that's going to make some sense i think because it is it's not a concept we're familiar with in the u.s for how sports works all right so basically um and we're, we're going this direction with american soccer now but in england every little town has its own soccer club 
Um, if your town has like 5,000 people in it, you have like a really low division for your club team, but you have like a little club in your town. Uh, those smaller clubs usually have an affiliation with the Premier League club, and the Premier League club helps like fund the smaller clubs in exchange for the smaller clubs kind of serving as like a minor league for the Premier League. A yeah, farm system. Yeah. yeah, it's a farm system yeah. where it's like Manchester United will have like 30 little teeny tiny teams all over England that are kind of under its umbrella. Um, if they have an injury and need someone to fill in, or if there's like a star player at a small division, they'll get loaned up to the Premier League club or like transferred to a bigger division kind of in that same umbrella um, with the plan that they'll eventually join the Premier League club. So uh, the reason I say it's kind of going this way here. I coached uh, the Johnston Yoga Dragons, the winningest four- and five-year-old soccer team you've ever seen in your life. My team was mm. great a few years ago. Did you say Yoga Dragons? I did say that. Um, okay. The, they're, they're in Johnston, Iowa. The local high school is the Dragons, and so they wanted to be the Dragons. And then we had naming the team was like a three-practice event with these kids. So I let them pick it, and it's like, this is taking fucking forever. But we had a name settled on and then this little adorable girl named Camille after we had decided on team names, she says, I like the word yoga. And then all the other kids jumped on that. Oh, I like yoga too. Like, we can't be the Johnston yoga. So let's, <laughs> so then we, we settled on yoga dragons. Um, but the team was very, very good. The, the, that was a U six club kids, you know, under six, that is actually a feeder system for sporting KC in the MLS. So like oh. if you start with the Under Johnston, six? yeah, Holy the Johnston shit. League, because when I when I when I signed to be the coach, I had to go to this clinic first to like mostly explain how to notice what a concussion looks like. Wow. But part of it was like the the people from Sporting KC came in and like, hey guys, I'm really excited to have you guys be part of our association. Um, here's you know it was it was all ages in this in this clinic, and it was like if you have a player that you feel is really promising or that you think um, might warrant some evaluation, like here's who to contact, um, you know, we'll send someone down and kind of give them a look and we'll see if we want to promote them up to, you know, the next division. So like as those kids get older from the yoga dragons and they play for the travel club, sporting KC will like keep an eye on them and then see if they want to get promoted up to like the next you know level in their system. So yeah. that's basically the same way that it works here. Very strange by you know U.S. standards because like a Pop Warner football team is not technically part of the Patriots organization. Yeah, <laughs> but, like that's how it works in the U.K. though. Yeah, there's there's tiers and you can be relegated. Oh, relegation is the best. I am a big advocate for relegation in yep. American sports. I yep. would love yeah. it, but it, it but it oh. will never ever happen it'll never ever. i mean if it happened the, the jaguars would have been relegated forever ago and never come back <laughs> they're sure. gone forever yeah um yeah no one's no one's gonna allow for that messes i feel like messes with their paychecks okay that does make some sense because i was yeah. just like i don't understand what's going on it's not like any club whatever sports thing you i've ever been a paid. part of <laughs> yeah. so it's confusing oh, yeah. like they it's have a coach weird. and a boss for this coach but yeah, yeah. yeah. no he he, he fucked up his knees so like you can start a girls team okay it it, it it that that part didn't quite make make sense but nope. hey they really they got a girls that. team which is good yeah. yeah good for them there's a lot of work a lot of work going on yeah um okay thank you for that explanation so i was legitimately confused mm-hmm. um so i think we've covered some of the ground rules of the soccer situation mm-hmm. And I think what the crux of this movie truly is, is like, 
Parents just don't understand. (laughs) 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 They don't. Yeah, because like not not, not in this movie. No, 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 no. Our main protagonists in this film all have like parents who just like don't get them. There's one who kind of gets, but like Jess's parents, obviously, they're immigrant parents to the to England and they're very traditional and they want their daughter to like follow, you know, Indian tradition and her daughter's going to get married and she needs to learn how to do all this cooking and stuff. And it, it's more just like a cultural separation on like all levels. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. Jess is assimilating. That's what kind of what you want for your children. But then at the same time, you don't. Not all the way. Not all the way. Yes. Yeah, she right. has to retain some of our, yeah, keep some of that. I'm sure I get, I get. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we'll we'll talk obviously more. Yeah. About this, but I just wanted to just lay some groundwork. Jules, played by Kira Kira Knightley, who I guess is actually named Juliet. Yeah. But, yeah. But they call they well, vacillate between well, the her two. Her mom calls her that, I think. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, her mom, I'm Ooh. just calling her Super Femme, <laughs> and uh, I I thought I had written down more of her mom's quotes, but we'll come we'll come to that in a minute. Yeah. Um, we open up on. Our introduction to Jules is uh, Jules and her mother bra shopping. Yeah, and sure her were. mother trying to Those convince are... her to yeah. like get these little air pump pads to Insert. put in her bra had... to give her lift. I, like, I had no idea there was such technology out there. There was. I mean, yeah. I understand like the wonder lift and stuff you like get that. Water like, yeah. You get water bras. You get water bras and like pump. I'm like, that's just that you, has you, to be you really like uncomfortable. The, you mean like the Reebok shoes? You can just be like, cool, great. That's yep. great. Imagine like a, like for a you. dick pump insert from underpants. That's a weird. Oh, it's it's got to be uncomfortable as hell all day. I'm really yeah. surprised. Like that to me seems like something dudes would like really be into. Tube sock. Yeah. I guess that's probably easier. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Jess was like all about the sports bras. I will say a lot of the stuff that happens between Jess or Jules and her mom kind of hit home for me and Uh-oh. my mother. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> it's like. I remember you saying your mom was like mad that you wore baggy clothes all the time. Oh, oh, so upset about it. So upset about it. And now she's always like, not everything has to be skin tight. And I I feel like I've transitioned back in the pandemic to like liking my clothes Everyone to be has. as comfortable as possible. That's so weird. That's um, so weird. But like, I hated wearing regular bras. I still do. And again, I think we went back on this in the pandemic. So I'm really excited about it. But like, I was all about wearing sports bras. And that's what like Jules gravitates towards. Got to wear them for practice anyway. Might as well just slap it on at the beginning of the day. I don't have to take it off till I come home and take a shower. But mm-hmm. one and but done. We did see um, all the other girls when they were like changing in the locker room were wearing like legit lacy, like lingerie style bras. I'm not saying people don't uh, do it. It's, but I, I, just, I didn't know they did that. I thought it was like obviously you're playing sports. You wear a. Oh, they're gonna bra. change into a sports bra. I guess so. Hmm. No, I promise. I promise you, there. I've been but, in locker rooms. Well, you would know more than me. It just seems weird. Like I'm just trying to think about it. Like if I if I was gonna wear briefs for the game, I wouldn't like come to school or come to like practice in boxers and then put the briefs on. It's come in my briefs. Fair. So one thing I will say, at least for us in college, and this might be because it's like a similar like since it's like a more official club. Uh-huh. Um they would wash like our practice kits 
and it also for the girls came with like a sports bra oh, okay. and socks and everything so like you like obviously that, that makes have, sense you'd have your own underwear but you're sort of, like you awesome. could come in in one bra and like switch into another one oh, throw okay. it in your ditty bag throw it in the laundry I've and you had like play- two sets I've only ever played sports. It's like you do your own fucking laundry. That's yeah. that's 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 got to be great. That it was really nice. Yeah. nice. In crisp, the season, fresh. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. Out of season, our coach did not like. So off season, they don't do your laundry for you. They're like, we have oh, other sure. teams in season, and uh, halfway through my time at Lehigh, we got a new coach, and she did not like our uh, fashion choices when we mm. left for we left for our own devices. Uh, a teammate came in like a Chipotle t-shirt once that was just like a back in the day they would make jokes about like the big burritos like weed jokes oh boy and it was obviously very (laughs) much about a burrito but our coach thought it was like literally about getting high so like once that happened oh no we were not allowed to wear our own and I think also people would wear like ridiculous shorts or just wear like spandex Right. Our coach wasn't having it. So in the off season, we had to wear our practice kits, but nobody, no one was washing them for us. Like Tyler, oh. the equipment guy, wasn't washing us, washing them for us. We only had two sets. We practiced still work. five days a week. <laughs> we have to pay for laundry because we most of us live in the dorm. Yeah. So there was a lot of Febreze going on. Oh. Or people would just like literally take it off, go like wear it yeah. to practice, go home hang it up to dry, slap it back on the next morning. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, there was, there was a time in my life um, when I was working out twice a day, like before I get, I'd wake up at like five and go to the gym and then after work, go to the gym on the way home. And I'm like, I'm not washing 10 shirts a week for gym stuff. So I would like come back, hang it up in the shower, put that same shirt on, wear it all week. And by the end, I'm like, I'm sorry for working on our next thing. I smell like, you know, Pepe the Pew, but you're one of those stinky guys at the gym. <laughs> Well, yeah. I, I, I sweat, you know, in a way that is not, I probably have hypohydrosis or whatever. Your, like it's not your good. shirt has weird yellow and brown spots on it. You should get a new shirt. <laughs> nope. I always wear a black shirt, but it had a oh, weird good, good salt line where the sweat Smart. ended, like around my belly, basically. Uh, I actually had a r- lot of respect for people who wear the white shirt that was disgusting. <laughs> and, oh, my God. Yeah. I, need, I, I, I need you to see. Look at, look at that. <laughs> look know, at it. It was black, but it had like a permanent line, like around the bust where i stopped sweating and it was just like a, mm, like a white what yeah. what you would call my ribs i guess yeah I don't like, know. Like, a, like a line of white salt from all oh. the sweat if you smell though like i think that's one thing that bill does not miss about the gym is like it, he's very sensitive to like odors and mm-hmm. strong smells and like hmm. there were this these two guys that would always be there every saturday morning and if we didn't get there early enough he'd always be stuck behind them and he, they reeked absolutely reeked and yeah. he's just like like trying to lift and they like come in your area and he's like i yeah, almost that's, dropped that's... just like wait because their odor wafted next to me and i almost threw up i'm certain i smelled that bad a time or two some, like some people are have seen me sweat it's dude yeah you sweat bad. a lot your your ears smells and some people they've been stinky for so long they get nose death and they're just like i'm going to the gym i'll shower after let me just put my back and touch things and then we'll be all good right i'll shower after i brought a i brought a backup shirt to my wedding um didn't need it but i brought one in case it was like hot and i had to switch shirts to keep from sweating through yeah the rain came so it was okay yeah my dad is also a profuse sweater so i get it 
Yeah. He can like sweat through a shirt when it's like negative twenty outside. Like he yeah, has, it's rough. Always has like a bandana. Dab his head, but you know what? I'm not that level. Does the man look seventy two? No, because he's moisturized. Yeah, oh, my dad too. Dave does. My parents. Oh yeah, they look great. Black don't yeah. crack. They okay. Don't. Anyway, <laughs> back to the movie, huh? They and we'll not. talk about Jules's mom more. I will say her dad is great. Her dad is, her dad great. is great. He's into it. He likes that. His daughter plays sport, as they yeah. say. Sport. sport. Now, go, because he, 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 he likes soccer. She likes soccer. It's something to talk about. She's like, well, she's not, boys aren't chasing around all over right. there. She's not doing anything crazy. So she's, we know where she is mm-hmm. playing yeah. soccer. So good. Honestly, he gets it. Yeah. He gets it. Um, oh, one thing I forgot to mention about Jess's parents, like they seem very against it. We, we eventually learn like a little bit more. Mom is very much against it because it's like, that is not something that girls do. Very much in the same vein as Jules's mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jess's dad, we, we you know, because he seems like he might be, he, he's softening. He's softening. We're peeling back layers with Mr. Bamra. Yeah. yeah. And we come, we come to find out he's really against it. Because when he came to England, he was a champion cricketer in Kenya. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Nairobi, he said, which is the capital of Kenya. Hottest fastballer in Nairobi. Really good. Tried to come here. Or not there, because we're not in America. (laughs) For once, it's not us being racist. Yay. Okay. Um, It's British Wait until they get to Santa Clara. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. but the British dudes were like real rude to him and wouldn't let him play. And he has this really great speech at the end of the movie um, when he's like, Jess and it all comes out, whatever. And the mother's trying to get mad at him. He's like, you know what? I didn't play cricket. And who suffered? Me. <laughs> you know? And I was yeah. like, oh, you're so right. He, just, yeah. it was, he came around. He, yeah. was, he was for he it. It was good. Around. That was good. Um, so yeah, the dads, moms suck. Dads, you know, they come around. With except for one dad. And then lastly, Joe's dad <laughs> sucks. I can't remember why. Because he pushed him too hard. He made him play when he was injured. He blew his knee out as a result. Oh yeah. Joe's yeah. dad was his coach and he was like, Dad, I'm hurt. And he's like, I don't give a shit. Get out there and play. And then his knee exploded. Okay. And he's like, Well, then you're weak. Yeah. yeah. And I and I disown you because you failed. Stuff like that. Jesus. We never see him. I would have just get some a little bit more of what's going on. Um, that does remind me that man, knee surgery has come a long way because the scars. Ooh, he had a yeah. crater on his leg. Yeah, on Joe's was- knee because because they're comparing scars. Because yeah. I thought at first, just at one point, she doesn't want to change into shorts. I thought it was a cultural thing. Which- I did too. That was a cultural modesty thing. I literally had an Indian girl who went to elementary school with me. And on field day, you like had to put shorts on because it's field day. Right. And she was like, I really can't. I was like, just put them on under your skirt. Mm -hmm. And then the way she walked around, she like didn't understand because she'd like the fabric, loose (laughs) fabric hanging. Like she was like, she was like, like it was very foreign to her. Oh, that's right. So I thought it was that, but we realized it's this giant scar. No, the scar. My yeah. my my dad got a full replacement. He had already got surgery on that same knee, and he got the replacement. And after everything had healed, it looked like exactly the same. So the new surgery didn't do anything 
worse. It actually made it look a little better. It's Jesus. weird. Like they just like they used to just fillet you oh, open. Yeah. It was fucking. If if you guys barbaric. see my the the scar on my back from my back surgery looks like his scar. Like it's just like you just used a butter knife, huh? Yeah, I yeah. think they do a lot of stuff laparoscopically. Laparoscopic. It was a robot that that a robot does these yeah. knee replacements. Yeah. That's amazing. Robot, it's incredible. robot knee surgery. Robot. I will say quick talking about Joe's dad. Um, uh-huh. I'm gonna toss a show out there that I don't know if either one of you guys have watched. The show called Friday Night Tikes. Guys familiar with this? <laughs> oh, I've heard about no, it. Boy. No. I've tried no. to. I think it started as Hell some other show on HBO. This this was a it was originally a USA show. Oh, I thought it started out as something else on like HBO, like a Peter Berg doc about a bunch of, and then it became, I like, I couldn't, like, I can't watch it. You, oh, God. You can, I'll, I'll let you explain, and then you'll, yeah. I think people will realize why I can't watch it. It's, there's, I think there's two or maybe three, I think there's three seasons. The first two of them are in um, Texas, uh, in San Antonio area. Which you know, Texas in general is football good old crazy. Boys. Yeah, yeah. Maybe um, no harm. It's basically it. It's a bunch of. It's about like, like a Pop Warner football league. These kids are seven, eight years old. These are little kids playing football, and there are dads and coaches, sometimes with the same person, that are like mm-hmm. legit unhinged rage monsters. Yeah. screaming at these little kids that they're weak and not tough enough, but they're fucking like, it up or cussing them out. Like, little kids. Little I don't kids. think they're older than eight. They, well, they, there are some that are because like their little oh, brothers wait. play on the main team. Oh. So it's like, it's like you're following a seven or eight year old kid because you follow like one league basically. But then one of them is like, oh, my brother is like 13. He's playing on like the bigger kids team or whatever. But for the most part, these are like legit little second and third grade kids with dads and sometimes moms who are like cussing them out because they ran the wrong route or like and they did a whole, tackle. And they do a whole show on this. This is child There's abuse. There's three seasons. 100%. The first, the yeah, 100%. first two are Texas. And those yeah. are, it, it is abusive. The third season is in Pittsburgh. Which you take San Antonio, remove all the whimsy from like Tex-Mex food and the Alamo, and replace it with like abandoned steel factories in that dude's front yard and some, uh, water, some water ice. <laughs> some water no, ice. that's not the that's, accent that's over there. That's that's I, I, I can never do that. Yeah, answer. no, Pittsburgh is more yinzers. You gotta I put yins and shit. But yeah, yeah I don't know. Permonte Brothers. But yeah, you just you take all that fun shit and you place it with that abandoned steel factory in that dude's front yard from the program, and like that's the third season. <laughs> of it it's just like everyone here is like i gotta get out like football is my ticket out of this i'm stuck in a steel town with no steel left yeah no steel left talking about like i need to get out of allegheny well allegheny but like i think the thing that was like most unsettling for me when they have a lot of these shows about football is like that child is seven and its brain just got concussed and you're yelling at it and i was not it it's a boy they're all boys in this one yeah Yeah, in life aren't we all just experimenting you're gonna hit your head on things i mean not necessarily while running full speed maybe maybe your brain will be fine maybe your brain will be fine i don't know i'm I'm certain i've got a touch of the cte your Uh, brain's not gonna be fine my my memory is not what it once was but it's the the good part about that show is every season you've got one kid that shows up where he's like, oh, you're obviously going to be a five-star recruit in college because you're twice the speed of everyone else. <laughs> you're hurtling. Yes. There's okay. a kid that shows up in the first season, like game two, because he, 
his paperwork was late or whatever. And the coaches are like, this is the one I told you guys about him. Like I've been, I've been watching him. He's the one. And I'm like, come on. He's a little kid. What are you talking about? And the first time he gets the ball, he like jukes the entire other team. He's like high stepping into the end zone. Jesus. <laughs> like, oh my God. Like, like this, this kid re- legitimately is great at football. It's they're fun to watch. That reminds me of a Mr. Show sketch where, you know, cause recruiting happens younger and younger. Oh, yeah. It's these scouts that go to like, five and six year old basketball yes. games and and I just and they start signing kids at these little itty bitty colleges. I'm like, uh, this is and they made fun of it. It was very funny. If you want to check it out, I forgot what, what the name of it was. But I'm sure we can find it. If I can find it, it I'll put it in the Facebook group. It's but, good. But yeah, Joe's dad is he's a Friday night tykes dad. Yeah. 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 Mm. Just thinking about little kids' brains. Just really I want it to come back. I want another season. There no. I said it. No. Unacceptable. Welcome to um, Steubenville. <laughs> Like, oh, where, where, where else can they go? Buffalo. It's gonna be. The, it's gonna be all Rust Belt from here on out. Probably. Gotta go to like Florida. Yeah, that um, would be that? too much. I think. What's that? Gotta be Florida the, man involved either. There's that city Jesus. where they chase the rabbits out of the cornfields, and all the kids are super crazy fast. Have you guys seen that? There's like a. I forget the name of the city. What? There's a there's a, a city in southern Florida where all the little kids grow up chasing the rabbits because they like get in their cornfields and fuck up the crops. And so the kids are all like incredibly fast. If you look at the NFL, like the really fast receivers and cornerbacks all come from this like little tiny part of Florida. Cause like, mm. yeah, my job is to sprint through a cornfield seven hours a day chasing rabbits at five years old. I don't know how I feel rabbits. about that. I feel the like rabbits? Plantation George? Shit. The rabbits, but George. This, it's plantation adjacent. Yeah. This, this is crazy. Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, back to this film. This movie. <laughs> um, yeah, so these, the parents suck. Eventually, the girl's parents come around. I don't. I don't know if we ever get any resolution with Joe's parents, but or no, dad. He, at the end, he's like, "Oh, I told my dad he's really proud of me." I'm like, Whatever. Okay, great. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, so I think the next big thing, I think, is a lot of like again, this brought back some like P- PTSD for me. Really, really, a lot of flashbacks to my like teenagers playing sports, deciding what sport I was going to play in college. I was a soccer player, softball lacrosse field hockey all that kind of stuff and a lot of it's just like the misconception of female athletes and i think like the biggest one this is where i I remembered some of jess's mom's quotes are just like no boy's gonna want to date go out with a girl with bigger muscles than his right um she's like she like thinks her daughter's like it's like butch and lesbian and it's like all of this and i was just like Mm-hmm. At one point, when she when she meets Jess, she's like, "I bet your room doesn't look like this. All these gigantic butch women on the walls, and it's like a poster yeah. of Mia Hamm." And I'm like, "She's if, not gigantic." If, not if you keep doing all this running, it'll rumble up your insides. That's terrible for making children with your husband. I mean, the they used to think that women should not ride on trains because the trains yeah. get so fast that uterus will fall out, or or, or on a horseback, it'll it'll yeah. just completely Scramble it'll you knock up. everything up towards your towards your heart, and you'll die. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of yeah. weird things people believed. Yeah. It was yeah. it was very yeah, I, I feel like there were other things that Jess's mom said that I like. She said can't a lot of things. Right she she said a lot. The because there's there's, there's that whole running thing about her daughter being gay. Yes. Which in my notes I'm like, oh, they're handling this running joke really well. It's not getting problematic until the end when it got real problematic. <laughs> but like oh, yeah. in the beginning, she's just that. like, Oh, it was so unfair the way they treated that poor George Michael. she was like legit like this is very sad um she's like no 
the way that I thought that she said it was like, I don't care, but the people. Yeah. They're yeah. they're gonna give her and, a hard time. And her dad was like, well, George Michael's a big time superstar. Like, of course, he's a big time superstar. And then at the end, when she tries to act cool, when Jules finally explains that like we were not having a lover's quarrel, we were mad because we both had a crush on the same guy. She's like, Oh, well, that nothing wrong with being gay. I, I cheered for Martina Navratilova as loud as anybody did. It was like, good <laughs> lord. If I may give you a slight insight. Oh, because she's also like, Jess doesn't bring it, or Jules doesn't bring any boys around, right. which also that mm. hit home. Um, <laughs> so, Your little insight to Dana in high school. An athlete, a jock, again, soccer, softball, field lacrosse, all this stuff. You know, boys weren't beating down the door <laughs> to come <laughs> take me out. It's totally fun. <laughs> Everything's worked out now. I'm over it. But like, the, the comments I would get from my family or like the jokes from cousins, mainly it was like the older cousin that like went to the same school as me and my brothers, um, would just be like, oh, you're going to be a softball player. We're going to be like, Elizabeth, you got to watch yourself in the locker room. But I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> you guys don't drop the soap jokes. No, don't Jesus. drop. I don't know what it, it was so uncomfortable. It was just like, I, I like, I just, I'm good at sports. Y'all play sports. No one gives y'all shit. You know, like whatever. But it definitely, like, sometimes my mom would be like, you know, it's okay if you are. Like, I don't care. And I'm like, I'm not. I would tell you. But mm. I'm like, that's great, mom. But, like, and you'd always be like, oh, but you're really close with your friends. I was like, because people are close with their girlfriends. Like, I don't, it was, oh, man, I was getting some real flashbacks. <laughs> that never... sounds really frustrating. No one ever says, like, Dave, you're playing hockey. <laughs> You must be gay. <laughs> no, all those guys. never, never happened. Oh, baseball, Dave, you're playing catcher. You gay? I'm like, no, never, <laughs> never happened. I mean, never, I, it would have been funny if it did, though. This is wild because I didn't really. I mean, I, I, I guess I did have a couple uh, of like. I mean, sex preamble was like a very serious soccer player. Mm-hmm. We discussed um, big sis as queen B back a year ago or whatever. At this point, was like I think the captain of the soccer team. Uh, word to her just became a mom this weekend so good good oh, for her congrats. but like outside of those two i don't really think i had any female friends that were like very serious athletes in high school and they were both like incredibly like female presenting like they were their feminism was like on full display at all times those two so like i'm wondering you know if if there were i, I didn't really have any like really jockey like yeah. female friends who were serious athletes. I'm and like, I'm not like you guys only ever see me in t-shirts and my pajamas. Like, yeah. I like, I like, I don't know. I, I think at that point, like, I was dressing better in high school. I've always been kind of terrible at fashion, but like, we've it, seen some of the things you've you've worn back in the day. Guys, I'm trying my best. Okay, I'm trying my best. <laughs> you were you um, were, over time. Everyone looked like, but you know. also like, who cares how one dresses? You know, like it shouldn't. There are super femme. They call them lipstick lesbians, or they did. Yes. I'm not up on the lingo. I, I believe know. they still do. Okay. So, but yeah, it was just always like so annoying to me. And I was just like, I I don't know. I just play sports and I like boys. They don't like me. How I don't know how to change that. What give up playing sports? I don't think that's the problem. Like I don't, like, I don't it was yeah. So this was I mean, as Jules said, just because she wears trackies and plays sport doesn't mean she's a lesbian exactly, exactly. And her mom's like oh, i think it does <laughs> pretty sure <laughs> that's what it takes 
Oh, it was wild. It was wild. It, it was it was a lot. It was um, a lot. I realized I didn't include this in the notes, but we should actually probably talk about Justice Family a little bit because I didn't actually yeah. include it. Um, so we know her dad was like a great cricket player in Nairobi. Her mom is like very traditional, um, trying to teach Jess and her sister how to make like traditional Indian dinner. Her sister Pinky, which I would love to know what her name was, because we know Jess is Jess Minda. Just Minder, not mm-hmm. just Minda. It's just the accent. Um, no idea what Pinky's name is. Like, no, just, it, I, it's just listed. It's just listed as Pinky. Yeah, yeah I highly Pinky. doubt that is actually what her name is. That's short for something. I'm certain. Yes, right. Yeah. I wish we knew. I wish we knew. Yeah. Um, but Pinky is getting married uh, to T T two. I think T two is the name. Yeah, T two. T two. Um. Who's a boy that she's been sneaking off with to fool around with for banging in that car in the parking lot at the airport? That was yeah. that was yeah. good. I'm like, good, good for you. Broad daylight. Enjoy, enjoy yourself. Rocking that Peugeot, where the fuck that car was a Seat, a <laughs> little teeny tiny European car. A lot of weird European car names that we could throw out right now. Voxel. Voxel. There you go. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, so that's a big plot point in the movie is that Pinky and T2 are getting married. I think there's also not only like their issues with Jess's family, like obviously being immigrants in England. I think there's also obviously class issues within the Indian mm. culture, you know, like hella caste system. Um, so I think there's also a feeling like Jess's family that like they don't they they mention it like kind of offhand, but it's never like totally explored. That they worry that like T2's family thinks they're like not good enough or. Yeah. I don't know. Dad's driving around in Mercedes. I feel like. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, they make a point where it's like we're going to show them we're not poor. And I'm like, oh, that's yeah. a sad thought to have to have. I mean. Yeah. yeah. There's a Mercedes. What is what is? I think T two does. Do, do they own a garage or something? Because he he gets a call, and he's, uh, he's like, no, that, and he says something about a car repair. It's like, no, don't do that. Do, yeah, he don't was, call he me was, right now. He was Unclear. mad about something on that phone call. Yeah. Unclear. That was a funny joke though when the phone rang and everyone picked the phone up at the same time. And I see those phones. I'm like, Jesus! Look at the size of those fucking phones. And not, not one of them smart. They're all dumb phones. Dumb phones. I will say that I, I really appreciated the treatment that they gave Jess's family because, yeah, I've seen a lot of movies where it's like we're introducing you to a culture you may not be familiar with, and so we're gonna like do a lot of exposition on what all these things are and why they're important, why they matter. They didn't do any of that shit. They were tossing out phrases for things that none of us would know because we're not of that culture. Um, They had, there was a particular shot that I'm certain if you grew up in like an Indian household and have been to Indian weddings, you would understand what this is. I did not know what it was. It's Pinky's wedding day. And there's like, it looks kind of like a mandala on the ground, but it's like made out of tapestry. And then you just see like her feet go onto it. And then people bring like, a sheet of silk over her and everyone's really excited. And I'm like, I don't know what this is, but like they all fucking do. And so I'm happy that they did not go out of their way to like explain, cause you wouldn't, you wouldn't have that conversation where it's like, like when I jumped the broom at my wedding, I didn't talk to my parents. You're like, you know, the reason we jumped the broom is because like they fucking know. I, I told yeah. my wife and like her family, but my parents like, yeah, we know, <laughs> like we know what this is about. Um, so I thought that was a, a nice touch. That like they didn't explain what any of the foods were. They didn't explain any of the cultural stuff to us, other than like we know this is important and we know that 
appearances matter and that kind of stuff. I thought it was well handled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just know, I think like Indian weddings are like three days long. That's all I know. It looked, I mean, that looked like more fun than any fucking wedding I've been to in my entire yeah. life. I yeah, the music. That wedding. I was like dancing at my house yeah. in the dance move. That, that yeah. pick up the lady and spin her around thing they rolled, that seems like a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, T2's mom seemed embarrassed, but she was having a good time with it. I was waiting for a choreographed dance. I'm like, don't do it. Don't. And they didn't. So they didn't. I was... The, the back the back of vocalists were doing choreographed movements like the um, Indian Temptations. Like the backup dancers were doing a thing. Stuff and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. Nah, but we did not get the 13 going on 30 choreographed dance number. Thank God. Good. Thank God. Because yeah. you know what they did do in this film about sport and about <laughs> cultural differences sport. and family stuff. and all. Mm. You know what they did? That they didn't fucking need to do. And again, I feel like sometimes when I when I talk about this, like I feel like I sound like a small where, child. Some weird, like asexual freak but i just like the romance was not needed no it brought nothing i hated nothing it. you know what hated it now that i think about it yeah you could have taken <laughs> that part out and then you have a 90 it, minute movie take that what, yes, shit out. yes they go to college and we're all good yeah Man. that's uh, and that's yeah. the end cool the, like the soccer coach could just care about his athlete. Yes. Like he does not need to fall in love with Jess. Jules does not also need to be in love with him. No. Like it just, we get very little, like they have bonding moments, Jess and Joe, which I think are helpful to like get her to like buy into being a part of the club and a part of the team. Certainly. But they did not need to be romantic. No, no. I will say, I think the movie is first of all better if you just take that whole thing out yes. it gets better still if he is if the coach is a peer of one of the parents so if the coach Ooh. unlikely but let's say the coach is also indian right oh. then he'll talk to the parents let's say the coach is like a, a, a straight woman can talk to jules's mom and be like no like playing sports doesn't make you gay there's there's better things you could do with this role than be like a man of indeterminate age who is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in a position of authority over these girls, he's mm-hmm. going to go ahead and just like make out with one of them. I'm mm-hmm. like, why? For what? Like, I think the movie's even better if you don't have the conflict between Jess and Jules and they're just yeah. good friends who support each other. You have enough conflict with the family stuff. That that really was a dumb 14 minutes of the movie and, oh, then, and we're immediately friends again. Everything the worked Germany out. The Germany like, trip of it all. Uh, oh, Jesus, the <laughs> Germany trip of it all. Welcome to Hamburg. We'll, we'll play soccer and go to a nightclub. I'm like, this is, this is stupid. We're going to talk about that nightclub. We're going to come back yeah. to that. We'll, we'll, um, we'll circle that's back. Fine. That's fine. But yeah, like it just... Like we didn't, yeah, we like, I think Jess's life and Jess's storyline and everything going on with her family was plenty, plenty to deal with. She just could have had a supportive white friend that her parents, I don't know, they kept calling them Goras, Goras. I, yeah, I, I don't know what that means. I think that's I a that derogatory term for <laughs> white people. It could be probably. Love it. I, most most cultures have one of those. Well, no, it's, it's it. one of those things. No, and and the last movie when I was like blips, that sounds like a slur. That that the one we just said that might be a slur. I don't know. Most most cultures do have a word for white folks. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is because I had to put the subtitles on, which is something I didn't mention. Because uh, I was sense. like tr- 
trying to just like i'm just gonna watch oh. it and then i'm like i'm missing i wanted to lot. take it all in and see all the different i did it too i was like let, let me see what all this, these conversations are and it's like yeah. sometimes it's just in hindi i'm like okay cool. i'm gonna i'm gonna level with you i yeah. understood the indian accents way better than these crazy the cockney people. accents man Cock- like, <laughs> it wasn't cockney was it cockney uh, running uh, slam the, the, no, the, the girls the, the fr- pinky's friends oh pinky's friends bonnie rubble trouble they are, yeah they are some <laughs> scouse people like that that accent is wow aggressive yeah, yeah. with the subtitles uh gora was italicized so oh. i was like Ooh. okay oh that's, no that's that means pay, pay so. attention to that okay, <laughs> so okay. this is yeah. this is a word yep um <sighs> but yeah like i think her friend just could have been supportive it could have even been interesting if like jules's dad was like do you want me to come over and chat with you like i don't you know like it, it yes. we didn't need them to because jess does ask jules at some point do you do you fancy? I don't know what they British slang for. It's like, oh, you think he's fit? Fancy, yeah. Whatever. But you know the streets. Yeah. You're fit, but you don't. I fucking love the streets. You're fit, yeah. but my gosh, don't you just know it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, that song is so good. Told you guys, accents would be coming out. Um, because <laughs> she does ask at one point, and Jules says no, which also like never believe that. It's never. No. Girls always err on the side of. Your friend does like that person. Yeah. Um, so she Guys does will ask. tell you though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let it be known. Yeah, girls will know. Or I think she says like, "Oh, he would get in trouble," which I was like, "That wasn't a no." I don't think it was a. It's not even. It's not no. I don't like him. It's like it's not a possibility yeah, because he would get do in it trouble even if I want to. Yeah. Yes, I think she even says that. Um, so it's very clear that like Jess shouldn't be doing this, um, and then. They get they get caught kissing, which actually doesn't happen in the Germany trip, which we'll talk about in a second, probably. Um, and then like Jules is mad at her. And this is one thing I'm always annoyed by. Maybe it happens. I don't know if it happens in men's sports, but I feel like it always tends to happen in like female sport related, whatever. Um, because Jules is mad at Jess, it's like she doesn't want to pass her the ball. She doesn't want to do whatever. Like, I don't like you, so I'm going to hurt the team. Oh, no. That is it, not it, something. It, it for sure happens in football. Oh, it does? Okay. Confirmed. So I would oh, just, does it? Oh, I would no. just say yeah. in college, like, there was a point where, like, um, we didn't have any seniors on our teams. It was the juniors, the sophomores, and then newbie freshmen who had no idea what oh. the fuck they were doing. They just came to college. And there was like very staunch personality differences between the the juniors and the and the sophomores. And I was part of the soft on a sophomore at the time. And the sophomores were very much like, I'm showing up, I'm playing field hockey, I'm going home. I don't want to be friends with you. I don't need to be friends with you. We probably shouldn't be friends. And like that was our mentality. We step inside the white lines, we're all here for a common goal. The second I walk trip. off, yeah, yeah, the second I walk out, I don't fucking know you. Which is something That's... my brother said in the locker room of his like, baseball team Good, in college. I don't and, know you. That's yeah. my purse. That's my purse. <laughs> That's some good King of the Hill shit right there. Yeah. Enjoy, enjoy that. So, like, I just don't love when that's depicted because it's like you're really like gonna let some like bullshit beef mm-hmm. affect the whole team, affect the whole. That's it's not my Here's... game. Here's Not what I thing. would say. Sounds like um, children being being children, like young yeah. young people being young people. But here's what yeah. I was 19 when I came up with this philosophy. Well, oh, well, that's very young. That's yeah. that's very young. 
so football, football wise, uh, I don't think I've ever seen it go down like during a game. Well, it's hard to say because I played offensive line. So like I wouldn't know if the QB is not throwing to an open receiver or not because I my face is like buried in somebody's chest until I hear the crowd yell. I know that we made a completion. So I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. But I can speak to my junior year. The seniors on our team were trash. The people that shit in the shower, that mm. was that was the senior mm. class ahead of us. Um, yeah. Never had a winning season. Freshman year through their senior year. They were, uh, what were they, two and seven when we were sophomores. We won the conference as sophomores. They were two and seven when they were juniors. And then my senior year, we were one and eight. Like They thought they were really good, though. Yeah, they thought they we, were. We, when we were seniors, we were seven and two. So, like, our class was legitimately good at football. Theirs was horrible at football. And when we made it to varsity, a lot of the guys that were ahead of us were very threatened because it was like, we've never won any games. These guys have been good since they got here. They're going to take our jobs. And so what we noticed was, like, if – and at playing offensive line, I could listen to them talk about how they weren't going to block in practice on a certain play – and like let yeah. the junior running back get blown up to make him look bad to this save. happened to remember the titans but that was yes, racism that was racism this was just them trying to take care of their buddy uh tony scarpati and tony scarpati was not a good running back as his name might indicate but he got he was the guy that was the established guy and then our running back um was like not great but he was better than him and i started as a junior and there were multiple times in the huddle that, like, we'd call the play, and I'm like, I know where this is going. It's coming up my side. And then the guy next to me, I played left tackle. The, the guard in the center next to me have to do their jobs for the hole to be there. And I would see them, like, talking to the line where it's like, yeah, not this time, not this time. What? And then, I don't. Yeah, then we'd get up there, and they would, like, pantomime blocking, basically. And then I'm over here trying really hard, and suddenly a dude runs right past me, and our running back gets blown up in the backfield. So, like, never during a game, because, like, during a game, it's too important. This happened during a game in the movie. But, like, in practice, yeah, there's that happens, or, like, I had beef with the guy across the line from me. Um, Speaking of racism, he was a racist. And... There were plays, like, anytime a turnover happened, I knew he was going to get, like, a dirty hit on me. Because, like, we're linemen. Stop. Turnover happens. Let the, the cornerback yeah. score a touchdown. Let the wide receivers chase him, whatever. Let's just stand here. And he mm-hmm. would, like, tee off on me as I'm walking slowly. He would come blow me up every fucking time. So, like, that happens. But never – I've never seen it in a game that I can recall. I get, Yeah, I guess the sports I've played are a bit different. But I'm just, like – even if I don't like you in practice, if I'm going against you, it's just going to make me go harder. Or if we have to play together, the goal is to like still be good. Like I'm not going to like more mature than us. Well, I guess it's, I I think it's also just like, it's a different sport. Like each rep, like, I don't know. My goal was to like never have coach yell at me because I wasn't going hard enough. So like, yeah, always like that. Yeah. I mean, so I think, well, I think the guys ahead of us were just like, Coach yells us because we're bad all the time, any fucking way. Like, it wouldn't be out of character for me to do bad at my job. I do bad every week until we lose all the time. So yeah, for them, it's like, like, oops, I fucked up. Shit like that in life and limb sports, like football and hockey, I'm like, that's, that's like it's scary. permanent, like, yeah. disability and death potentially. Yeah. If you just let somebody run through, if, the, if that hits wrong, 
that's yeah. Everything and about like, that sucks. The, the defensive tackles it. on that team, one of them went to Memphis, and the other one, I mean, God, he must have been 370 pounds. He was a gigantic person. So, like, he's going to yeah. really hurt somebody if he yeah. hits him. He doesn't yeah. move yeah. fast, but, like, if he moves, get out of the fucking way. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Pulling it back to this. Uh-huh. <laughs> we were talking about this romance. Oh, that's right. So, um, I forgot, forgot about that. Yeah. Bring, so... Jules gets mad at Jess. There's stuff going on in a game. Um, I think Jess tries to go over and apologize. And this is where the mom hears part of a conversation that makes it seem like it was a lover's quarrel. And she's so distraught, whatever, that it finds up. It happens a couple times in this movie. Yeah, bring up a tray of pee. Either people see see the wrong thing, or they see part of a thing, or they hear part of a thing. Yeah, It's very sitcom. That seems lazy. It's very sitcom or rom-com. Have one conversation, it'll clear all this up. Yes, yes, please do. Don't, but but, but they don't. We could have just done the com, the comedy part of it. We just didn't need the rom. Mm -hmm. Um, So that winds up happening, which again, is the second, the the number of times people think that Jess and Jules are a couple, it's like four to five. It's, It's too much. It almost costs like, pinky her marriage yeah they call the wedding off (laughs) yeah they call it they call the wedding off because uh titu's parents thought she was making out with a boy and then it was like oh no it's actually a girl and they're like oh that's you You know like she also wasn't making out with a girl she was they they were were just just talking at the bus stop very closely laughing and giggling whatever um so then but apparently like joe does like jess i didn't really get it um i feel like they must have tacked some stuff on because like um the girls went up scouts. He kept talking about scouts, and I, for the whole entire time, was like, these professional scouts? What kind of scouts are these? College scout. We learned they're college scouts. <laughs> and I'm like, the only college scout is a guy from Santa Clara? Okay. Um, a long flight. It's a very long flight. To watch a semi-pro English team. And it's his second one, because he was also in Germany. Yeah. At the German game. Well, um, I have a question for you that I might have missed something here. Was there ever a conversation between Jules and Jess where Jules gave her the green light to go ahead and be with Joe? No. Because I'm like, did I miss it? Because at the end, no. they're full on making out and yeah, I, Jules is like, hey, good job, buddy. I'm like, uh, you should be mad about this. Yeah, I feel like, again, this is why I think it's tacked on. So yeah, so the girls wind up, uh, you know, being so good at soccer, they get scholarships to Santa Clara University? I think the Santa Clarita Diet? I don't know what they were. <laughs> I think Steve um, Nash played there. At Santa oh, really? Clara, okay. I think. Santa Clara. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think let, so. me, let me finish no, this up. So they okay. wind up going to the airport. This is the part that's tacked on. Uh, guess pre 9 11, because parents are at the gate saying the goodbye, gate. walking them to the plane, buckling their seatbelts for them almost. Um, Joe comes running up, and I'm like, did we fucking need Joe at the airport? And at first, it seems like he's there to tell her that like there's no conflict of interest anymore because i'm not your coach we're like no shit she's going to play in these states You're still and grown. then it's yeah and then it's like uh yeah they wanted me to coach the boys the men's team but i said no i'm gonna coach the girls team oh i told my dad he's super happy about it and i'm like you hustled your ass all the way to the fucking airport to do this right and then it's phone call oh man. oh i think uh I think that through the distance, we can make this work. And I was like, bitch, it's an eight-hour time difference. Right. You're not making sure. You know, I never kissed. I I don't see the chemistry. Yeah, I don't. I didn't feel any of this. 
and that happens. And I was like, we, and then they're like full on making out. I was like, I don't even just as ever kissed a boy. And no. She seemed totally fine with kissing this Gora at the airport in front of her parents. Well, and that was the thing. Cause he was like, he was like, we'll, we'll explain to your parents. Or she's like, I'm going to come back for Christmas time. And then he was like, okay, we can explain to your parents then. I'm like, you mean her parents who are two feet away from you guys right now? I think they know. <laughs> like, right. They're, they're right there, man. And it, also, because at one point, like, they hint at maybe it happening before, and Jess is like, we're already doing the soccer thing. I cannot bring Agora, a gringo, whatever word right. we want to call a gringo white man. Gringo, huh? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> bring this white man around my house? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Crazy? I just the whole the whole thing to me. I'm like, number one, very strange. I, I understand they were supposed to be, you know, thinking that well, the David Beckham sighting has everyone so fixated they don't see what's happening one foot behind them. No. But mm. I don't understand why Jules would not be angry about this and then want to cuss you out for the entire transatlantic flight you guys are getting ready to get on. Don't do this right now. I'm sure you're also like probably going to be roommates at Santa Clara. Like for you're sure. like, yeah. These are best was, friends. Even even if you're not going to be roommates, this is your best friend and she has a crush on this boy. You're yeah. about to go to college with all kinds of dudes named like Dirk and Brody because you're going to fucking California. Make out with surfer boys when you get there. Like don't, yeah. why are you doing this as your dismount? Yeah. Also, like, it's unclear how old he is. She is know. like 18. They do say that at some point. So we are very clear mm. on her age. Yes. Um, he has to be, he can't be 19 or 20. Because, no, like, he's 23. Yeah. It sounds like he played for the team for a while before he got injured. So, like, this motherfucker might be 26. Like, he might oh. be an old man. Mm. I don't know. Okay. Is this traveling pants? Are we having a traveling pants it's, repeat? It's that Greek dude from traveling pants who's 37 years old or whatever. <laughs> I thought it was a soccer coach from traveling pants. They're both pants. old. <laughs> They're both old men in college. Um, but yeah, it was just like very much shoehorned in. I don't think we really needed it. Um, I, hated, I hated every fucking second of this shit. I texted you guys and I'm like, I do not care for this. I know. I was so mad. I was like, you know I'm going to talk about it. My first thing to go in any movie is the romance plot line. Yes. Get it out. Never been kissed. Get that romance out of here. <laughs> Honestly, though, that was really creepy. That one should have gone. Yeah. Get that shit out of Both me. of them should have gone. Yeah. It's all, it's all too much. Um, we didn't really talk about Tony. I just wanted to make a joke because it's like, we don't talk about Bruno. We do talk about Tony. Yes. Um, oh, I, thought your, I thought your joke was going to be the great thing. He's great. No, it was Who's an the Encanto tiger? joke. Tony, I got it. I, I I'm just saying. I'm current. I'm with it. about Tony. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Wait, is, is, that, is that Encanto? <laughs> yeah, it's Encanto. Yeah, Hot take. Great. There are two better songs on that soundtrack than that one. There yeah, it's, I believe it. I don't is this know. the all Spanish one? Surface Pressure and The Family Mandrigal are both better songs. Oh, yeah, The Family Mandrigal. That's, that's a, a fucking one. banger. And Surface Pressure is a fucking banger. I can't, I've only seen it once. Pressure shocking. That, oh, that's good. Lin Manuel Miranda writes catchy <laughs> songs. That's fucking <laughs> shocking. Who would have guessed? Yeah, yeah, he writes hits. Hmm. Um, anyway, but Tony is her friend that we discover. Everybody thinks Tony likes Jess. We find out Tony's actually gay. Uh, Jess really wants to play soccer, but her family, or like go to the States to play soccer, her family's against it. And Tony's like, on it. 
family we're we're engaged and Amazing. my only yeah it was like he's like and my my one stipulation is jess must go to university wherever she wants i was like go ahead player and everyone's like Bravo. yeah go wherever you feel like jess we give you our blessing yeah it works so well <laughs> I thought that was so stupid, but it got what they wanted. So <laughs> I, I moved on. I moved on. Tony so. falling on a sword. It also benefits. He needs a beard. Yes. And she's going to be oh, his beard for the yeah. next four years. Yeah. yeah. Right? Right? But then ultimately Jess won't let him go through with it. But I was like, go ahead, Tony. Stepping up. Pulling through. He also had some wisdom earlier when we find out he is gay. You can't help who you fall for. True. Listen, I'm going to say, uh, I, I know neither one of you guys watch this show. There's a, a reality show on Bravo called The Family Karma. It's you just had to say reality. I'm like, well, yeah. You had to say Bravo. It's, it's the Indian version shit. of Real Housewives. It's the okay. exact same. It's, it's Real Housewives, but they're like young. And they're all first, second generation Indian, you know. It's like um, that Shah show. The, the Shahs no, of Sunset. No, Shahs of Sunset. They're Persian. It's different. Um, but well, I just yeah. meant like instead <laughs> yes. of doing but no because on Shah's they're like adults too these are very yeah. much like people in their early to mid 20s okay trying to like figure it out but there's a dude on that show who when he finally comes out of the closet it's gonna be like yeah fucking obviously dude but he's yeah. been with this girl forever she's very clearly his beard and he's like no 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 we're in love and I'm like Come on, man! Like everyone, everyone can see this. That's yeah. how this would have gone with Tony. And we like and do Jess. sex stuff every night. Yeah, <laughs> pretty <laughs> much. I love. What is it? There's definitely some movie where they're like, "I love touching her." Oh bing. no, that's that's um that's uh that's Max big, from Happy Endings. They feel like big bags of sand. <laughs> it, it's Max Happy Endings talking about how he loves Penny's Penny's big old fun I, bags. I, I, <laughs> that's, I was that's watching your Happy Endings where, or, or he's just he, he's just making up like that that he's felt yeah a woman ever. How that's would you want to honk honk? Yeah, honk honk honk. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Oh boy, I feel like it was also in something else. I'm happening. sure it has been. I think it was like something we watched recently, or oh, maybe it was Reno 911. Was it was a, a dangle? It might have been a dangle thing, like talking <laughs> about was. breasts. Just some like, new boot goofing. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, so we talked about Tony. Um, we said we would talk about the Germany, Germany trip, so I'm going to skip to like uh, Frosted Tips and Butterfly Clips. Was not expecting this film to be made for this category. Surprise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There were looks. Mm-hmm. Pinky yeah. and her friends Scouse. were. <laughs> Woo! I, I didn't understand one word any of these girls said. The only thing I picked up on was that in it is like in it. the Scouse version of right. Because <laughs> yeah, it, 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 you punctuate a word with that. They look absurd. They look absurd. They're Always. straight out of like Contempo Casual. Just they, so... they look like the show oh. Gypsy Sisters. Like everything. Oh, it's it's. You wanna watch them are they actually in the gypsies? Head? They are of Romani descent. I'm about but to they say, live we don't in like West Virginia. Anymore. Well, Romani. they call themselves gypsies. It's it's a whole okay. thing. But they're they're okay. of Romani descent in West Virginia, and they are hillbillies. But they very much bedazzle everything. Everything yeah. is like yeah. pink with a giant name on it, like it. These girls look like them. But at least it made, like, in the early 2000s, like, this is what fashion oh, yeah. was. Like, this yes. was the shit I was like, I guess I have to wear this. Yes. 
It was very much instead of look in the mirror and take one thing off, it was look in the mirror and put three more things on. Yeah. Put on all layers. your accessories. Hey, and like, layers more important. Layers yeah. more important. Yeah. And like I feel like they were matching their like eyeshadow, which I again I've done this. I'm not <laughs> You're not be ashamed of that here. But like when they'd be wearing like a pastel colored shirt, they'd have like pastel eyeshadow on. And I was just like, oh, okay, this is what we're doing. I don't it know. was a lot. It, they they it actually had that comment. And it's funny because the one thing I had to go back and rewatch this scene trying to find an insult for the end of the episode. Spoiler, I found one. It didn't come from this scene though. But there's a scene in the mm-hmm. beginning where you first meet them and uh pinky is giving her friends like backhanded compliments about how they look and one of them is like oh where'd you get your contacts and she's like oh blah blah blah. i got them here they they go with my dyed hair and it's like oh my fiance doesn't like dyed hair i'm just like you guys are just just giving each other so much shit like really biting comments before saying laters yeah walking up but yeah they they were they these were well cultivated looks yeah and it was like very on point and then since we talked about the germany they go play Oy. soccer in Germany, and then they decide we got to go clubbing afterwards. Club. And Jules, for the most part, she wears trackies and oversized t-shirts or whatever. So they call them trackies. Trackies. Yeah. She comes out. That sounds like a slur, the- actually. Now that I think that, that, that sounds, sounds like a slur. Like, yeah. I don't know how to say It's like on 30 Rock. Or- Sorry, Selma Hayek plays like a Puerto Rican nurse. It does. <laughs> Liz Lemon's like, he's like, oh, she's Puerto Rican. She's like, I don't think you can say that. It's like, <laughs> no, what she is. She's Puerto Rican. She's like, no, that sounds like a slur. <laughs> we'll just go have some Sabor y Soledad. Yeah, that's, there's some good stuff on that it's show. It's also in the office where they're trying oh. to find out a different word to call Oscar than Mexican because, like, it has certain connotations. What connotations? <laughs> <laughs> Something else we can call it besides Mexican that has certain connotations. Okay, anyway. Um, but, yeah, she... The shirt she wears, so she's definitely wearing like super low ride bell bottoms where like you're seeing those hip bones poke out. Yes. And it's like a sequined Napkin. handkerchief <laughs> yeah. that is literally just like attached to a chain around her neck and is mm-hmm. like a chain around like, her neck, a chain around her back and a, 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 a half a tablecloth. Mm-hmm. Not even a t- I'm telling you, it's, no, a, it's, a, it's a paper a, towel. It's a handkerchief. It, it's but tiny. all sequined. I'll see. Yeah. I was like, what is this? Does your mom know you own this? I think if your mom saw you in this, she might not right? be so worried about you she being would a legend. Chill out. Like right? and full full backless. Just yeah, full. back all the way out. Um all the women in this scene were dressed up in a way that I'm like, y'all own this at 17? Like all yeah. 17, 18 years old, you guys are all like clubbing, except for Jess. Jess had on, I think she borrowed that dress from Jules or whatever. Yeah. Like everyone else legit looks like they're doing Fergie cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> like they're all just like what happens, cosplay. what happens in Germany stays in Germany. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Sudetenland. There I said it. <laughs> oh Jesus. Okay. Pew, pew. Go there. Topical. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that trip it was the clothes were wild. Um yeah. I guess the only thing I like wanted to quickly do the music, but then one scene that we actually really haven't talked about that I feel like, oh no, did I just close something that I shouldn't have behind Uh-oh. the screen? Oh, and whatever. I'm on my work laptop. I'm Hopefully I didn't hear that. No. Um, 
Anywho, um, is at the end of the film, Jess is at her sister's wedding. Her dad allows her to leave to go play soccer because she looks miserable. She's because she's so sack. unhappy. What? She's looking like a sad sack. Got a puss she on did. her face. She did. <laughs> yeah. So her dad lets her go play soccer. She comes back. Well, they win the game. The scout's interested, whatever. Then she comes back to the wedding. We're at the point of the wedding where her sister, oh, and they're so excited about hearing about the scout, Jess and Jules, that they're jumping up and down. And I think they actually did kiss is what it looked like, but it was, it's like. I think it was a cheek kiss that was like corner of the mouth's touch. Yes. I don't think it was like a full on kiss kiss. Yeah. So the mom sees that, freaks out, and then um, Jules is going to like leave the house to go to the wedding. Her mom's like, I'll drive you. They show up at the point of the wedding where the sister is like going in this like ornately decorated car. I think it's the goodbye part. She's driving off in the sunset uh, with her husband. And these Goras come busted in. And like, there's a whole ceremony. I think like the old, older Indian women are like chanting, doing all this stuff. And these just busted in ruining everything ruining everything and again like the mom comes in hot and it's just like you you guys are hypocrites you've got a lesbian in your family yeah. and then these were some of the funniest lines where like they're like what is this girl we're talking about the old indian ladies and they're like she's not i thought she was a pisces what are you talking about <laughs> we're not indian we're, we're not we're not lebanese we're indian <laughs> Yeah, what like, do you no, mean Lebanese? Lebanese. Like, no, like, lesbian, what, is Lebanese. what is she going on about? And it was like, I was like, I get, uh, uh, well, it was wild. One of, the, one of the best lines came right after that when they're back at the house and the three old aunties are like on the couch with their feet up. And one of them is like, Indian people, or English people always got to make a big deal when Indians are having a fun party. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, white folks always got to show up and ruin your good time. Like, we just can't have a party, can we? It was. I just, like, because, like, Jess is walking her sister to the car. Jules comes, like, running up to say hi. I was like, know your place. We're in the middle of a fucking ceremony. Proto-Karen. She also Uh, looked at her shoes and said, get your lesbian feet out of my shoes. Yes, she did. Yeah. My God. It was rough. It was And then the the actual end is, like, she gets to go play soccer. But, like, that was, like, a... There's a lot of ends in this film. A lot of this happens. The, the last, the last end, to me, typifies how I felt about the movie being too long, because it's like it's a, it's a, it's a tracking shot. You see Jess's dad playing cricket with Joe, oh, some other dude, and I don't know the rules of cricket that well. I understand what you're supposed to do. It seemed like Joe did a good job, and Jess's dad was mad that he like missed with the wicket or whatever. And the the shot like slowly pulls out and you see like their whole neighborhood of row houses and people playing in the fields. And I'm sitting there like, fucking fade to black already. Yeah. <laughs> it went on for like six seconds too long. I'm like, get, we're done. We did it. Like, get the fuck out of here. He's yeah. still around. Cool. And, and they're, <laughs> and they're hanging out while they're playing she's in college. Cool. Yeah. Great. It just cool. sat there watching the houses for like four seconds too long. And I'm like, fucking stop. So, yeah. like, it truly was. It's like, okay, they win the soccer thing. That's great. Woo! They get the scholarship. But I guess we did need to have a moment with their family. But then they go back to the wedding. Jules and her mom come crashing and having a problem with the wedding. They go back to the house, and it's like, yeah. oh, Jess has to did come we... clean. And, like, that could have been like, hey, we did it. We're letting her go to college. It's going to be great. No, nope, yeah. we got to go to the airport. Joe has to profess his love. Hey, there's Beckham. David Beckham. 
in quotes. I and think that might have been actually spice. David Beckham. Oh, really? Okay. That might have been. I don't. I don't believe that was actual posh. <laughs> that I don't believe. Been I, David be- Beckham. I thought it was posh, not Beckham. Oh. And then there's like that, and yeah, and then it's like okay, Paul so then Beckham is weird looking. There, I said it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then like they get on their plane, the movie can, and then it's like no. We have to, and I was just like, we gotta show cricket one last time with, with and a pregnant pinky. pinky. Pregnant, we we, we yeah. need to see that, right? Yeah, we just need to know that. Yeah, that's oh. that's happening. Yeah, that happened it again. Did. Overall, we did like this film. Yes, they're just sure. edits that could have been made. Just cut it could down, save some time, but yeah, it, it made a bunch of money, so nobody cares. It's okay. uh, yeah, yeah. And then one last thing, just to, just a mic drop. Mic check one two one two. Mic check one. Microphone check one two. I just wanted to call out um, the number of songs from former Spice Girls in this film. I yep, especially the, the one. Is it a lot? The, the one like that three. they called the lesbian Mel C yes. in the movie. Like, like well, she's yeah, the one that can sing. So I get yes. that. Yeah, exactly. Um, she rewrote one of her songs to oh. make sure it could be included in the film. Mm. Um. Sorry, there's a lot of other things that I should say. Yeah, but, but, but why, why Curtis Mayfield? That was a fascinating <laughs> multiple choice. Multiple times. Also, love it. Love that's the song, on fucking rocks. It, yeah. it, no, hey, I'm not hating. I love that song, but in this movie, Dave, don't if you recall, that was, that was a song that the wedding party walked out to at my wedding. Yeah. You walked into the reception. It was Move On yeah. Up. Carly wanted mm-hmm. it to be... There um, may be. Yeah. What's the what's the Kanye cover? Uh, touch the sky. Like, no, no, we're doing the original. We're not doing yeah. the Kanye. Yeah. If I ever have a chance to like, it, I think we did this uh, for my team as like an icebreaker. What would your walkout music be like oh. at a baseball thing? And I was like, move on up. Let's get it. <laughs> Teach me how to dougie for me, and I'll I'll dougie my ass off and. I'll be tired, but I'll I'll doggy still. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. So that was in there, but then the Mel C song, she rewrote her song "Independence Day" to make sure it would be in the film. Oh. Um. So there's that one. She also had another song, and now I can't remember what it was. My notes are not it's, being helpful right now. I turn to you, I believe. Yes, oh. I turn to what you. The Hex Hector radio yes. mix. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> and Posh Spices. I wish. Listen, I need to give special recognition to a song on the soundtrack as well. Um, when Jess first plays, like as her practice, like her tryout for the team, the song in that scene is called "Do Your Thing" by Basement Jacks. Oh Let yeah, it all go and do my thing. A boom, 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 and a bang, bang, bang. I bought that album four different times. Um, the album is called Rudy R O O T Y. There's like an albino gorilla on the cover of it. My brother had it, and at the time, when I was in my Fast and Furious lifestyle, my whole back seat was two gigantic subwoofers, right? And that album fucking slaps for bass shit. Yeah. I bought it. I lost it. Bought it again every time from disc replay, word by Bobby Lesh. Bought it again. That one broke. Bought it again. I switched out my car stereo and forgot it was in there, so like Ooh. sold it in the CD player, and then Jesus. bought it one more time. All this happened in one year. That's incredible. That album four times in one year. That album, Rudy, is full of like early two thousands EDM bangers. That's also that was great. Red yeah. Alert 
off that same album. Yes. Because yeah. Bill said Rudy, and I was like, no, it's Red Alert. Yeah. But now yeah. it makes sense why he yeah. said Rudy because the Rudy, album. Rudy was the album. Um, they've got a song uh, album on there. Um, you used to be my Romeo. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. One. That remember album that was one. great. That's hmm. good. And yeah. to uh, I was I was waiting. I'm like, there's got to be a song with the word "lady" in it. And they picked uh, the Paul Anka. Well, it was a cover of the Paul Anka <laughs> version. Cover of the Paul Anka. <laughs> of course. That's terrible. I'm like, is this Rod Stewart? No, it's not I'm Rod like, no, Stewart. Pay for the pay a couple extra bucks to get the Paul Anka or the yeah. Tom Jones. She's a lady. lady. The, 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 from, from the sudden, the, you paid for. You paid for, for, you paid for move on up. You didn't want to spend a couple extra bucks for either the Paul Anker or the Tom Jones version of She's a Lady. Yeah. I don't get it anymore. I don't understand it's, things. It does not make sense. It doesn't make get sense. It. Yeah. Um, so that's that's all the music. I think Um one of the things I like to do on this podcast, take a look at a minor character and see if this movie was the start of big things or the peak of your whole career. So it's time for an IMDb deep dive. Dana, who we going to dive on this week? Okay, I'm not going to like totally cheat. Cure Nightly. No, because this literally was her first film. I'm not cheating. Jonathan Respires. No, I'm not going to do him either. I'm picking, mainly because I like literally forgot she was in this film. Um, it is not the start of anything, but it might be her, at least to my eyes, one of her bigger roles. I'm gonna go with uh Archie Punjabi. Okay. Okay. Punjabi. Yeah. Um, So this is not her first. uh, Actually, it might be. No, it's not her first film. She's in some TV series, some shorts, some TV movies. She's something called East is East. I'm assuming it's a lot of British British stuff. Never heard of. I would think so. Yeah. Um, so then she's invented, like, Beckham. She's also, again, more TV shows that I've probably never heard of that are all British. Not important to me. <laughs> no, Jesus. a good year. That could be something. I don't know. Oh, um, I, think the go- uh, I think the good year was, like, the bird watching movie. Is it the Steve Martin I, one I was going to say? I is think it? so. No, this oh, is uh, Russell Crowe, isn't this? That's, He's a uh-oh. British uh, investment good, baker. The good, the good Year versus A uh, Good Year. Oh, it's, good year. Okay. it's different, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, he has a vineyard in Provence. Uh, Jack Black Albert is a bird Finney's watcher? in this? <laughs> Marion Cotillard. Well, okay, Whoa. so she's in that. Okay. So that's good. You had me at Marion Cotillard. Marion Cotillard. Um, a Mighty Heart. That sounds like something. Really, the only reason I wanted to bring that's up- the Angelina Jolie movie about Daniel Pearl and his wife. Oh, the- God, he was he yeah. was bad at yeah. And she plays a half black person, Angelina Jolie. I remember that. Yeah. Yep. What the fuck um, so yeah, the, so the, she starts. Yeah, the Don the Don Cheeto movie Trader. You guys ever see that one? Nah. Sure. Replace someone. It's a great one. She's in no, that I'm, too. That's why. Really, the main reason I wanted to bring her up is because she's on The Good Wife. <laughs> a great show. She, she was on sure Brooklyn is. Nine-Nine. She's on a show called The Fall. Some of these things I've heard of. But Belinda, the best part yeah. good of character. The good, she's still working. She did a voice in Bojack Horseman. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she also, I think, in, uh, oh, The Blind Fall. Spot. That's the um, it's the uh Jamie Dornan, Jillian uh, Anderson movie where he's like a serial killer. Oh, don't know that good one. Show. And then she's the British inspector. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. She, one. She's yeah, in Blind Spot, which has one of the best first seasons of a show, and then it falls off so fucking hard. Oh, it's she's like in San this, Andreas with the Rock. 
are you doing here? Yeah, blind um, spot. There's a woman who shows up in um, Times Square in a in a duffel bag. Yeah, with like no oh, memory and all the tattoos. The first season is really good. At the end of the first season, they solve all the tattoos, and I'm like, okay, oh, so now what? And it's like, oh, now we're just an FBI procedural. I'm like, what the fuck? You had a whole thing. You had a whole mm-hmm. thing in place. It should have mm-hmm. just been a limited series. But the yeah, only reason I been. really wanted to bring up The Good Wife is because there there came a point. So talking earlier, where I was like. Oh, how are you really going to let your hatred from someone affect things? Archie Punjabi <laughs> and Juliana Margulies did not get along. Oh, that's right. Towards the end of that show. And they literally would not film scenes together. So they had to be CGI'd in to the same shots. I forgot all about I remember reading about <laughs> that. I don't watch this show, but it sounds like legit beef between these two. I don't know the, the I don't know who's at fault. I do enjoy Juliana Margulies. I've never really heard um, Archie in an interview, but I was just like, it's so fucking wild. Yeah. So wild. I remember that being a thing. I, I, I forgot all about that. And then once you said her and Juliana Margulies, I'm like, oh, that's right. Like, I remember at the end, people were picking sides and shit. Mm. Yeah, that sounds rough. Welcome to the good wife. That's that. <laughs> that should have been the theme song. Live. That should have been the theme song. <laughs> Just thinking. Uh, oh my it god. It is not. It I will say the good fights. I watched a lot of the good wife and then I started watching the good fight on Paramount Plus mm. with Christine Bransky, who mm-hmm. can do no wrong in my book. If okay. I find out anything terrible about her, she's so good on the Gilded Age. And Bill's always like, she Why is. does her face look so sour? I was like, Because she's, she's rich and she hates people. <laughs> That's right. Uh we got Paramount Plus just for the good fight. And um <sighs> We, I wound up really liking uh, Why Women Kill, the first season. Oh, I think very, I started to watch that. Yeah, very yeah. good. I had never watched the second season, but the first season, really, really, really great. Yeah. But now you can um, watch people crush each other's nuts and jackass forever, so enjoy that. Well, I'm, I'm too busy watching Teen Mom 2 from the beginning, so. Okay, really yeah, that's probably, that. it's probably it's better great. use of your time. Probably yeah. better use of your time. Uh, yeah. That does bring us to the end of this episode, and just like the end of the school year, that means it's time to hand out some superlatives. Only a few this week. There's not a whole lot of characters in this movie and you know, not a whole lot of teenagers, but yeah. Tony is most likely to rehearse his coming out speech for months before breaking the news to his parents. I think you got to take this very seriously and like really scrap, you know, craft it out. Mm. Pinky is most likely to be part of the first class of Real Housewives of Manchester. Her and her friends. Yeah. Their, they hate each other in it. In it. <laughs> they hate in each it. other so much. <laughs> it's gonna be fun to watch. Yeah. Jules is most likely to spend her entire wedding night trying to convince her mom that she's not gay. <laughs> I think her mom is gonna be like, no, this is all an elaborate cover up, isn't it? Or elaborate cover up, isn't it? In it. In it. In, in it. it. Uh, and then Jess is most likely to get into heated arguments whenever anyone says Cristiano Ronaldo, Neymar Jr., and Lionel Messi are better than Beckham ever was. Oh, listen, man, were, the, 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 the under the, the undercovered part of David Beckham is he was never like that great. Like he was good at one handsome? thing. Well, he was handsome, but he was good at like free kicks. Like he was mm-hmm. never the best player on that team. That was always. Uh, Oh, the a motherfucker with the bad hair. Um, uh, Wayne Rooney. Oh, I was, Rooney. I was gonna guess Wayne Rooney. Wasn't that he was the star. Didn't didn't, right. didn't didn't he come in later? And he's like he was like oh three oh four oh five oh six maybe. Uh, I mean this on, was on, on United. So okay, but I'm I'm talking about on the on the um, English but national it, it was, team. 
Uh, okay, gotcha. It was David it was him. Beckham's it was Ashley team Cole. in 2002, though, right? Well, yeah. yeah, but only for set pieces. Like okay. corner okay. kicks, free kicks. Yeah. Anywho. Um, right. this, <laughs> this, we're, we're right on time. This is an hour and a half okay. right now. Uh, okay. This next movie is my pick. Um, okay, guys. So if you remember from last week, Dana said she picked this movie because she was sick of watching garbage. Uh, I am a vindictive asshole. So just call me Oscar the Grouch. I can't get enough garbage. I literally looked up lists this morning of worst teen movies of the 90s, and this one popped up on every single list. I've never Do heard of it. Do I have to it. pay for it? Yeah. Uh, four bucks on Amazon. <laughs> I've never heard of it. I want to tell you who's in it before I give the title, because the cast be makes it sound like it's going to be good. Um, Tia Carrera, Jason London, Jeffrey Tambor, Zach what? Orth, huh? Sugar McGavin himself, Christopher McDonald. Huh? This is 1995. Okay. I believe it's an erotic thriller called My Teacher's Wife. So buckle up. It's going to be gross. Um, I think Who's the teen? Uh, the, <laughs> the teen is Jason London. Jason London has a tawdry affair with Tia Carrera and then finds she, he, she is his tutor. And then he finds out that she's Shooter McGavin's wife. And oh, oh we're going to do affairs? I'm putting yeah. up poison ivy on this bitch. Do it. Calling all, it out. Let's do it. All the things that I've seen the are crush. like. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Everything I see is like, look at this cast. You think it's a comedy? It is not. <laughs> this is a dramatic film. I have so, good news, though. 89 minutes. Lovely. There you go. Get in, get out. That's Lovely. with credits. Um <laughs> So yeah, it's um I, I specifically wife? I think my teacher's wife. This is my teacher's this, wife. I, if it's anything like this DVD cover suggests, <laughs> this is going to be Oh, fucking he's got a goatee. Horrendous. Yeah. It was a yeah. toss-up between that and Material Girls, which also was on every every bad movie list with both Duff sisters. Oh. And I'm like, that one. That will come up organically. That's a movie that I'm, you know, Hillary Duff is somebody that we're probably going to want to dig into at some point because she really couldn't act that well. So we'll come back to her shit. But I've never heard of this. And I'm like, oh, this should be funny. And everyone's like, no, it's a very self-serious, like, dramatic film. This film was actually released in theaters? I believe so. It was not a theatrical release. A made-for-TV film? It might have been only in a certain number of markets. Uh, they recently did uh, LOL, which stars Miley Cyrus and Demi Moore on How Did This Get Made? And they're like, technically, this was a theatrical release, but it was released in like 20 theaters in three states. <laughs> so I thought about doing that one, but it's not, it's not fun bad. It's just boring and lame. It's a shot-for-shot remake of a French film, apparently. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Yeah, oh, I had to end boy. that somehow. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Uh, guys, that does it for this week's episode. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, rate, leave us a five star review. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Recap and Gown Pod. That is R E C A P N G O W N P O D. And join our Facebook group, Recap and Gown Fan Club. We will keep the discussion going in there all week. If you guys have any opinions or memories of this movie, we'd love for you to hop in and let us know what you think. But if you didn't like what you heard, to quote Tony, back off, you wanker. Take it easy, millennials. We'll see you next week.